0: hello everybody thank you once again for joining me on the speak life now radio show i am your host dr lisa speak life burrell go ahead and share the podcast with your family and friends let them know how you are viewing it if you're viewing on um on youtube or if you're listening to the internet radio shows and let them know what internet radio show you're listening to it on. Also, um, if you're listening to the podcast, go ahead on and just share that with everybody. It's on every streaming, all all your streaming services. So just go ahead on and look for the Speak Life Now radio show. Um, today, we're going to have a great subject I'm going to talk about, Imagine That, part two. and I, And I suggest to you to go ahead back and look at the first one, Imagine That when I talked about Christine Ha. And I really want you to go back and listen to it because it, it, it not only changed my life, whenever I shared with others, um, it really has helped them as well. So today we're gonna to continue on Imagine That, part two. But let's go into prayer. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you so much for this awesome, amazing opportunity to always share your word with your people. I thank you right now, dear Lord, for the listeners today. I thank you right now for this day that you have made. We are rejoicing and we are glad in it. Hallelujah. Lord, we give you all the praise and glory and honor. I thank you right now for the angels that are standing by. I thank you and welcome you, Holy Spirit, into this broadcast today. Apply the blood of Jesus over the airways there will be no hindrances and i thank you in advance lord for the word that's gonna come set free make whole hallelujah and deliver those that have an ear to hear thank you right now in your precious name jesus hallelujah well today i'm recording on 1 21 2021. yesterday was the inauguration. So pretty much I was glued to the tube, um, watching that. And then also, um, doing a lot, I was multitasking. So it was on while I was multitasking and doing all these other things. And it was just an amazing day. And I was thankful to be able to see it. Um, um, remember now we're gonna talk about Imagine That Part Two, and and I was listening to different speakers and commentary about each speaker, and I I learned a lot um just listening on yesterday. Now, remember last week we talked about Christine Ha, and we talked about how she ended up blind, but she went on to win the Master Chef because she didn't see any limitations, right? And she said, made that comment that if you can't see how steep the mountain is, you can't fear it. Remember that from last week. Y'all got to go back and listen to it. Because I'm not gonna tell you everything. So yesterday, when I was listen looking at the um, listening to it and looking at the inauguration, and I heard one um, person talk about now President um, Joe Biden. And they said that one of their teachers that came forward and said that when he was a child, he wrote down he wanted to be president. Remember now we're talking about Imagine That, Part Two. When I thought about that and about him doing that as a child, it made me think about. And you guys, I'm sure you can imagine that. Remember when you was a child? I grew up in the in the country, very rural area cornfield behind, soybean field in the front of us across the street, but we had to use our imagination. You know, you can see, you can give a child a lot of toys, but give them a, a, a box and see what their imagination will come up, where they'll go with that box. Or I, I watch my um um nieces and nephews, they'll put on like a, a towel, which has then become a cape, right? And then they're a superhero. I remember growing up with my my with my brother Lewis, that is now resting in heaven. Um, he would have um, like a stick, or like a two by four board or something like that, and he would act like he was riding a horse. Imagination, right? Imagination. What What are you doing with your imagination? So another story, and everybody already heard about this one. About um um now Madam Vice President Kamala Harris, um, which that was so touching to me yesterday as a black woman to see that happening. Um, actually, it was a very emotional day. I wept I so much, so many different things that happened on yesterday um, really just touched my heart. Even the, um, the officer that um, escorted her down, being that knowing two weeks ago he was, you know, assaulted by the different people there, um, insurrection, and all of that that happened, um, knowing that he escorted her, you know, it it just touched my heart. I started to weep on that too. But the the quote that she always talks about where her mom said that you would do many things. See, he her mom her mom had instilled words of life into her remember we talk about we're never going to get away from our words because we know words matter so her mom watered her seed which is her daughter and said you're going to do many things you're going to be the first to doing many things but you won't be the last see her mom saw that in her and spoke those words so can you imagine you know many times i have talked about when my dad told me um, that I was the strongest of the children but when I was in the midst of a nervous breakdown. But he spoke those words to me. And in my mind, no matter what I go through, I, I go back and say, my dad sad. So can you imagine? Come on now. Imagine as a little girl and then into a teenager, into an adult, and now as the um, vice president of the United States, those words ringing in her in her head always there with her because she shares it so you know they're always with her right and then oh let's just think about that for a moment what are you saying what are you declaring over your children are you are you sparking their imagination so they can think on it and think on it? Because when your parents say something to you, good or bad, you replay them. And you don't, and then as you become an adult, a lot of people are in counseling because of something that was said or done to them as a child. It could be something that was done to them and, and it's in their memory bank and it's still there and it could have caused insecurities. It could have caused many things in their life as an adult. And then and when, once they go into counseling and the memories come back, then they realize, oh my gosh, this happened to me as a child. I've been carrying that negativity in my mind, in my imagination as a child. So when they start meditating and thinking, on oh, I'm not good enough or I, 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 I'm I'm not going to be able to do these things. Or because I'm black or because I'm a woman, because of whatever, I'm not going to be able to do these things. Maybe it was something that was instilled. Maybe it was something that they heard in their household growing up. And it's still there. So once the counselor get in and be able to tap into it and get you to really think about it and realize, oh my gosh, I've been carrying this since I was a child. So let's, now let's flip that. Now let's flip it over to this and says. Okay, when you instill positivity in your children and you grow up and it's like, I know I'm going to be this. I know. And where did they get that from? They had to get it from somewhere. And I believe it came from their parents, that drive, that tenacity, all these things, their resiliency because of something that was instilled into them by words as a child. Right? So when she said, her mom said, you're going to be the first. Come on now. You're gonna be the first at many things, but you won't be the last. How did her mom know that? And then for um, Vice President Kamala Harris to be thinking about him over and over from a child through her teen years, through her college years at Howard University, and then into um, into the government offices that she held, She might she she repeatedly was the first at something, but she's not the last. Her mass she thought you're not gonna tell me she didn't meditate on these things because she's telling it and she said it over and over and then people on different interviews she said it over and over. So you know it's something like when I say my dad said I was the strongest, it's because something I meditate on. And that's why I often talk about it because it's not far from my memory, it's always there. Okay. Imagine that. What are you imagining? What are you instilling in your children's imagination? What are you doing? Imagine that. Then we're going to look at this beautiful young lady that did the poem. Amanda Gordon, the poet. Twenty-two years old. Everybody says she stole the show. And what, and even in her poem where she said, "Who, who, you know, pretty much about her being, um, um ge- her generational of um, came from a generation of slavery and then um, raised by a single mom at this inauguration." reciting a poem for a president, but I heard her say today, um, on an interview. And she said, um, it was on Good Morning America. And Robin asked her presidency for you 2039, I think, or 2036, maybe 2036. And she said, heck yeah. See in her mind, she's already. It's like that's her in her imagination, and for her to be standing in that place on yesterday, you see what I'm saying. Everybody's talking about her. What are you imagining? Have you stopped imagining? It's never too late. I try. I, I share my age. I'm 56. I didn't really get. Moving into the things that are my my true purpose until after the age of 50. It's never too late. Look at um, President Biden. How many times he tried? Have you given up? Have you stopped imagining because you might have not gotten what you thought you was going to get the first time? The second time? The third time? Have you given up? Are you still imagining the things that, as a child, the things you wanted to do, and now have you given up on those things? Imagine that remember last week we talked about um Ephesians three and twenty that God is able to do more than we can ask, think, or imagine if we could just start imagining and start meditating on. On all the things that God is telling us. Things that you wanted to do. And and I'm seeing it come to pass for myself. My imagination has been uh, rebooted. That's a good word. Recharged again. Things that I thought, hallelujah, I couldn't do. I'm seeing God open up doors, bringing resources for it. My imagination now is so big of the things that I know that's going to happen. Meditate, meditate. Remember last week we talked about Joshua 1 and 8? This book of the law, do not depart from your, mind, from your lips, but meditate on it day and night so you can make your way a prosperous, successful. Remember we talked about that last week? Meditate day and night. So, yeah, I speak life over myself. I speak life over my family. Right? I'm doing my, I do my affirmations. But whenever something comes, like a bill or something come immediately, yes, I think about Jehovah Jireh my provider. And then I, in my mind, in my imagination, I go into, I am wealthy. I have more than enough. Remember I talked about that last week? You're in either in three places. You're in not enough, just enough, or more than enough. And the more than enough, it's gonna have to you're gonna have to change your thoughts. Cause you keep thinking, I don't have enough for this. I mean, I I've been there. I understand it. I'm still working part time, right? I understand that, but am I going to meditate on that I don't have enough? Or, or I just got enough, or I'm going to be medit? I mean, which one you want to do? Is it easier to think, on I don't have enough, or is it easy? Or can you just start changing your mind? I have more than enough. I have more than enough. Keep meditating on you can say it, but you're gonna think it because when you think it in your idle time where you're not really, you're not praying, you may not be doing it, you might just be sitting outside or cleaning your vehicle or whatever it may be, just going uh, cooking dinner, cooking breakfast, or my oh my sister like her, one of her not her favorites, cooking lunch, but meditate on I have more than enough. Whatever it is that that area that you need to meditate on. Or you dealing with an issue in your health. You was like, I can't, I can't, I have, I have. Well, why don't you just start meditating and I'm walking in divine health? Meditate on that. I'm walking in divine health. Meditate on this. I am healed. This is what you think about it. Think about it. Say so you're going through something and you think about I am healed by the stripes of Jesus. This is what you're thinking. Of course you're gonna say it too. But that time when you're not talking, you could be talking, sitting there listening to somebody else, and a pain shoots, right? Or something happens, and you gonna start thinking while they are talking, "I am healed by the stripes of Jesus. I know I'm healed." You're not gonna think the other. It's, that's what I want you to say? Your meditation. What what are you imagining? Remember last week we talked about um, Philippians 48 and 9. I'm going to mean 40. Uh, Not 48 and 9. Excuse me. That's why I need to put these glasses on. Because there is not a Philippians 48 and 9. If I had my glasses on, I would have seen it. So let me put my glasses on. It's Philippians 4. 8 and 9. 4, 8 and 9. And it says... I'm going to read it out in the Message Bible. Summing it all up, friends. I say you do best by filling your minds and meditating on things true, noble, reputable, reputable, I hope I said that correctly, authentic. Compelling, gracious, the best, not the worst, the beautiful, not the ugly, things to praise, not things to curse. Put into practice what you learned from me, what you heard and saw and realized. Do that and God who makes Everything worked together will work, will work you into his most excellent harmonies. That's in the uh, message, Bob. And I like how they really broke it down. If you're gonna be a man me- I want you to think about. It. it says this is what you're gonna be meditating on, right? So you're gonna be meditating. You're gonna be exercising your imagination. So you're gonna be meditating on these things, right? Things that are true. Noble, reputable, authentic, compelling, gracious, the best, not the worst, the beautiful, not the ugly. Come on now. Things to praise. Remember last week we went in the NIV and said things that are praiseworthy, not things to curse. Put into practice what you learned from me, what you heard and saw, and realize. Do that. And God, who makes everything work together, will work you into his most excellent harmonies. And I, I, I really like how they put that there. Think about it. Harmonies. When you are, uh, I was part of a choir. Um, oh, not the best. Yeah. I can I sing all right, I guess. But I wish I could really just sing. But well, anyway, I'll get off subject on that. Excellent harmonies. So, what what I'm hearing here on this is, God who makes everything work together will work you into his most excellent harmonies. Now, you've been a part of a choir, or even if it in a choir, everybody starts singing. And let's say they're all singing two different songs. You're not going to know what they're saying. One person over here singing, let's say, Amazing Grace. And somebody else over here singing... mm, What's the song? Some upbeat. Um, One of Kirk Franklin songs. The one about Smile. They're singing it. It's it's not the same tone. It's not the same um, speed. And when you sing them together, even though they're two great songs... It's gonna sound like chaos. So, if, in your thought pattern, in your meditation, if you are thinking good one day, thinking evil, thinking good, thinking evil, it's like it's not it's not, it's not harmony. It says right here that God will work you into his excellent harmonies. This is in the message Bible. If you would just think on these things. Let, let me go ahead on. We got a little bit of time. Tell you what these things are. Okay. Let's go back in there. Remember Joshua 1 and 8. We talked about that. Remember um, Ephesians 3 and 20. We talked about that. This is Philippians 4, 8 and 9. Summon it, out, summon it all up. Friends, I say you do best. By feeling, do you want to be best? Do you want to be the best at whatever you do? Do you want to do that? Well, by filling your minds and meditating. Come on now, meditate. That means over and over and over. Think on things that are true. You know the word of God is true. That's our absolute truth. Meditate on something that is true. Meditate on what is noble, reputable, authentic. Hallelujah. Compelling, gracious, the best, not the worst, the beautiful, not the ugly. Things to praise, not to curse. Put into practice what you have learned from me, what you have heard and saw and realized. Do that, and God, who makes everything work together, will work you, hallelujah, into his most excellent harmonies. I can hear the angels singing. I can hear harmony in the heavens. Right now as we're talking, I'm hearing music. In perfect harmony. Don't you want to be worked into that? Imagine that. Imagine that everything that you're thinking on, you're thinking on these good things, and, and 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 you and you your imagination has been reignited. That you can do it. That you don't have to give up just because you it didn't work the first time, the second time, or the third time. However many times it has to take, it doesn't matter. We have a a president now that showed us that he kept going over and over and trying and didn't win, but he won this time. Don't ever give up on your dreams. And if you've stopped dreaming, ask God, "Bring bring my dreams back, Lord. Ignite my imagination again, Lord. He can. Our God will work you into His perfect harmonies. Is, is are you in perfect harmony in your mind, in your mouth, in your heart? We we work on our heart first. Then when we come to Christ, the purification in our heart. We be working on our heart. We're like Lord, get my heart right. Let me get my heart right. I remember that was one of the first things that I was really working on. And the Lord took me into Ezekiel. I think is. 36 I think about the heart the stony heart and talking about that and I think it's Ezekiel 36 and I was always like what's, what's going on in my heart I was studying the love scriptures over and over and over this is when I first got saved and I was like Lord I gotta get my heart right why am I thinking like this cause my, my heart and my mind if I would have evil in my heart i have an evil in my mind if I have doubt in my heart you have doubt in your mind right So I had to get my heart right. Remember, I was talking about in the threes that um, my spiritual father was talking about. That you're in even not enough, more than enough, or just... I mean, excuse me. That you are in not enough, just enough, or more than enough. Well, I had to work on my heart. Once my heart... And that took a while. For real. It really did. It took me years to really uh, focus on my heart getting um, selfishness out, all that, getting that stuff out of my heart. Then I had to work on my mouth, which has been years of that. So I think I worked on my heart, you guys, from the time I got saved to when he got me to the part of my heart, my mouth. I think I worked on my heart for at least six to eight years. Six to eight years. And then the mouth, been working on that, just started doing that in 2012. And now I'm dealing with the mind and the mind. You really got to be, really think about what you thinking about. What you in a what you are, what are you imagining? Are you seeing yourself in the places that you want to go or are you still seeing yourself where you are? You got to get, you got to get out of your, your normal circumstances and where you are and take yourself in your mind to these places and you're going to go. He said, think on the things. And you'll be perfect harmony with God. He's going to work you into his harmony. That's what, I mean the message Bible right here. That's a good one. He's going to work you into his most excellent harmonies once you do your part. Imagine that. Part T. Imagine that. Well, you guys, as you go into this week, remember to, and I want you to imagine these things, because when you speak in life over your family, you got to imagine the things that you're saying is happening for them. But as you speak life over yourself, you got to imagine these things happening for you. As you speak life over your neighborhood, you got to imagine these things happening in your neighborhood. And then as you speak life over this nation, you got to imagine what is happening and, and imagine the things that's going to be happening in the nation, right? The key to it all is what? To speak life now. Thank you all so much. Once again, as always, for tuning in and listening. And I'm declaring and I'm imagining this. And I want y'all put this imagination in, and put this in your imagination. That God will continue to surprise you with his goodness for the rest of your life. Thank y'all so much. And I'll talk to you all again next week. Imagine that. Remember to imagine. Open up your imagination again. If you haven't. If you don't imagine. If you don't even dream. Ask God to give your dream, those dreams back to you. That you had as a child. He gave them to you then. Hallelujah. Don't you want to be worked into his perfect. What He says. Excellent harmonies. Don't you? I know I do. I'm doing the work. Thanks again, you guys. Thank you. If you listen to it on the podcast, please rate, comment, and subscribe. Thank you all so much. And if you're on YouTube, hit the bell and subscribe as as always. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.